Hello, this is Professor Akia, and I'm here to talk about Korean movies. Today, we will be talking about a Korean movie, Jangsu Sangwe or Salut Damo. So, I have a question. What comes to mind when you think about Korean movies? In foreign markets, thrillers or noir movies such as the 2003's Old Boy and the 2010's I Saw the Devil will be the answer to this question. However, this is not particularly true for the home market here. Those movies, as they are in places like America, are more niche art house movies in Korea that somehow sparked the public interest. However, lightning does not strike that frequently. It is very rare that what grabs the interest of foreign cinephiles do the same for mainstream moviegoers in Korea also. In fact, even in the Korean box office, what garners interest in the mainstream moviegoers are what you would expect to do the same in Hollywood, but in the Hollywood of the early 90s. This includes romantic comedies, goofy comedies, cop action and comedies. However, there is one movie genre that has been very important to the Korean box office. I am talking about romance movies. Cheesy, sappy, sentimental mush. Romance movies have been the backbone movie genre of the Korean movie industry since the mid-90s Korean movie renaissance. Almost every year there was at least one huge hit in this genre. However, recently this genre has been on a downhill trajectory as the Korean movie industry is in flux and is lost in the wilderness looking for a future direction. As a result of this search, there is a strong resurgence of the 60s or 70s nostalgia going throughout the movie industry. Romance movies are no exception to this cultural trend. Salut d'amour or Changsu Sangye can be said to be a result of this mixing. How would I describe Salut d'amour or Changsu Sangye? Hmm. If you have seen a few Korean romance movies, you would say that they are rather close to Nicholas Sparks' movie, but without the southern charm, the Caucasian focus, and the obsession about bodies of water. Salut Diamor is mostly a standard movie in this genre, but with a few rather odd additions, I would describe it as the elder citizen portion of Nicholas Sparks' The Notebook from 2004 meets Soda Island from 2010 starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Weird, isn't it? This movie is one of those stories romance writers do when they want to do something more challenging, but do not actually want to put in the effort into it. So, what you get is Nicholas Sparks, The Safe Haven from 2010. So let's talk about the plot. This movie is centered on this cranky, get off my lawn old man who lives alone. Every day he wakes up, makes breakfast, goes to work at the local supermarket while being cranky to everyone. It seems that the only friend he has is his old Korean marine buddy who also seems to be alone and is missing not so few marbles upstairs. One day, an elder lady with her daughter who is all grown up moves in across the street and the old man seems to be interested in her. Thus. With the help of the people around him, wacky people, the old man seems to succeed in your standard me-cute scene and the dating montage ensues. This is all your standard stuff only with older couples dating that can be seen in movies such as Hope Springs from 2012, Something's Gotta Give from 2003, 
Last Chance Harvey from 2009, and The Grumpy Old Man from 1993. However, there are some weird tidbits scattered here and there, which only kicks in in the latter parts of the movie. This is where the Southern Island angle comes into play, that I will not totally spoil. In regards to its standard Nicholas Sparks elements, there is nothing wrong with Salute Diamo. It is very competently Nicholas Spark-like. The elder lovebirds couple in all their mature glory are cute and have above standard chemistry between them. It does not hurt that Park Geun-young and Yoon Yeo-jung who play this couple have resumes covering almost half a century in both movies and Korean TV. I mean, they know what they are doing. I could say that they are the Robert De Niro and the Diane Keaton of Korean movies. If you think about that, those two starred in a movie called The Big Wedding back in 2013. Did you see that movie? I heard it's not great. Anyway, back to Salut Amor. Most of the supporting characters played by character actors I have seen around, while no one really steals the movie, they are all interesting enough to provide a distraction when the leads are not together. So Salut Diamor seems like a decent enough movie for its genre. It has a good leading couple, it has decent supporting characters, the story seems to have all the cliche elements on the list checked off. Many movie creators have asked the question, what else can you do? And answer back, nothing much. Salut Diamor is more ambitious, which is the problem. It says, we can add a big twist in the middle of the movie that changes what the movie is totally. Romance movies as a rule are very formulaic. They are like this for a reason. It is a lean and mean movie genre. It knows what its audience wants and it's going to deliver it and nothing more. As a result, the story has just enough structural support to not topple over. This means that it is very difficult to add onto it without things just crumbling. And Salut Diamo topples over and topples over hard. It cannot really handle the mid-movie shift caused by the whole twist thing since the twist is really overly elaborate and convoluted. As a result, the two parts of the movie do not stick together well. If the movie was handled less like a standard romance movie, there was a slim possibility that this could work. However, the director Kang Jae-gyu is not known for subtlety. He directed My Way from 2011, a war movie, Teruki from 2004, a war movie, Shiri from 1999, a spy movie. Well, this is his first outright romance movie. All his movies seem to have a strong cheesy romance element to them. He brings this broad touch to Salute Amour also. What I mean is that the first half of the movie is too standard a romance movie that it does not lay the proper foundation for the twist in the middle. Yes, there are a few things here and there, but they are all random and rather insignificant. It is like what happened in Nicholas Sparks' The Safe Haven movie. Little spoilers, for the whole movie it is a standard romance movie and in the last scene of the movie, there's a ghost in the movie. I mean, why? At least it does not really change the whole movie in the case of this Salute Diamor. So conclusions. Salute Diamor is a standard Korean romance movie but with the elderly as a focus. It is a gimmick that is interesting enough on its own. 
it has good performances and is well shot for a movie in this movie genre. At the same time, it is very blunt. You can see a mile away how and when the movie is going to try to manipulate your emotions. In other words, if you are well suited for romance movies, especially of the Korean variety, you may like it. However, you will also have to be very forgiving of his ambitions with clay feet. The main movie twist is overly convoluted and thus it has to utilize a whole series of scenes to just explain what has been going on behind the scenes that you have not seen as if it was a heist movie. And this actually just enlarges the whole plot holes problem. The handling of the story is just too blunt. And personally I cannot really get over this. Many Korean drama lovers in contrast may not have this problem considering that many of those shows are far more convoluted than this movie. As a side note, the Korean title can be translated into The Jangsu Market. This is irrelevant to the overall plot of the movie. I just dislike the titling practices of Korean movies. In any case, that's just a rant. I give this movie a grade of C or 4.5 out of 10. So thank you for listening to this review of Salute Diamo or Jangsu Sangye. Please comment, subscribe, like. Thank you. This was Professor Akia talking about Korean movies and have a nice day. Watch movies.